Welcome. Welcome. Good evening, guys. How's it going? Good. Can't Good. We're recording a little bit later in the week. Yes. But we're going to do it. It was family day. Exa- we were good. Exactly. How, how was everyone's family day? Did you do anything? Even though everything's oh, man, I closed? Stayed at, home. <laughs> stayed at home. I did nothing. I did nothing. PS Plus got a new game for free, so that's what I did. Oh. What nice. game was it? Control. What What's that? that? It's it's like uh, it's like from the same people who brought, who made Max Payne the game. Okay. And okay. sort of horror, thriller, not really thriller. Um action like third person shooter action i haven't gone much into it i've been binging ghost of tsushima so i haven't gone to control you know what my friends keep telling me to play that game first off i haven't played my my playstation's been sitting on my desk unplugged for the last like three weeks bro but uh my friends keep telling me to play ghost of uh, tsushima and I, i just so good i just haven't gotten around to it i haven't even finished cyberpunk so uh Still gotta finish so that. That's okay. Shit. You gotta play Ghost of Tsushima. Those that's actually fantastic. Everybody keeps telling me that. I, I definitely gotta give it some some time. Maybe during my reading week, I'll yeah, I'll uh, delve into it. Look, man, as as a non gamer, I wish I knew what you <laughs> were talking about, but I got zero clue. You should get a zero. you should get an Xbox. No man, get a PlayStation. Like a PlayStation or something. Yo yo yo. The the last console I owned, PS two. What? Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I thought I was about to PS5. That's so last washed, PS3, bro. PS3. Last console. That's, 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 super, that's super washed, Ed. I don't know. Come <laughs> on, man. And before that, you know what I played? Sega Dreamcast. I had that. Damn. That's what I played. Exactly. That's what I am not in the loop with uh, with games at all. At all. Um. So, we are... I'm just going to say it right now. Pod 21, as I remember, while it's still fresh. 22? Oh, shh. I'm fucking it up already. It's a pod. Fucking it up already. Regardless, been, if... we waiting 11 if, episodes for that shit. <laughs> it's a pod. If you are listening to this, uh, we would highly appreciate it if you like, comment, commented, and subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a rating on Apple uh, Podcasts. Follow the podcast on your podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to this. Just give us a good rating. Give us a shout on IG. Give us a shout on the website. There's always comment sections where the uh, podcast is posted. So if you have a hot take or you want to tell one of us off, please feel free to do so. Just tell us how wrong we are. Yeah. I mean, I smell like shit. I don't don't care. As as, As long as you're saying something. As long as you're saying something, as long as you're saying, why can't this guy remember what podcast he's on, I'm okay. It's all, it's I all good. I, what, which podcast is this? Uh, one. I think this is the first podcast. Probably, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It so might as well be. <laughs> Fresh each time. Uh, we're going to roll into it. Uh, Darius, feet, what'd you wear? Wrist, what'd you wear? Um. Oh, new take on feet. We were just talking about it before recording, but... I got snowboard boots. Ooh. Very excited. Okay. I got Burton Ruler Burton. Boa. So wasn't ne- messing around with the laces. We're doing the boa. Mm-hmm. Yes. Twist, 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 tight. Love lockdown. that. Love that. So that's on the feet for like a good 20 seconds today. Um, <laughs> on, on the wrist, um, AP Royal Chronograph. Classic. Uh, I got to ask you, with the Burton, 
Is that the brand to go to when it comes to snowboard gear? I mean, they were having a sale if you bought a set, so, you know, that's why I bought it. Is there, like, a fashion brand of Burton, like Burton AK something something? Okay. Yeah, they Am have. Going a, crazy? What, there is? Yeah. Yeah, Burton does some crazy stuff. Um, Fragment does a lot of Burton stuff. That's yeah. just not labeled Fragment. Yeah. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Because I, I remember seeing it either, like, on... Uh, Essence or and Haven, Haven, yeah, Haven. It's like yeah, Burton. Yeah. I was like, is that okay? So that's like the 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 cooler lifestyle stuff. Yeah, it's like cooler lifestyle stuff. It's that, still good. That's stuff. like a very Haven sort of brand. That's a very gear. Haven thing. Yeah. yeah. Huh. But yeah, I got my snowboard, got my bindings, got my boots. I have my jacket and everything, helmet, goggles. You're ready. ready. When when I'm ready? Where where are you prepared to go to? When are I you want prepared to go to, to St. Louis? Oh, I don't know when, but I want to go to Mount St. Louis. Uh, speaking of Burton, I think that's where um, the founder of Visbum used to work. Yeah. Right? Oh, Hiroki shit. Nakamura. Uh, speaking of Burton, my, my friend uh, Joseph Burton uh, messaged me asking me about how to start a podcast and stuff, and I just completely didn't respond to him because I was like in the middle of something. Yeah. So Damn, that's how podcast. you don't start a stop podcast. Thank you. you yeah. Remember to respond to people. Yeah, don't. Well, no. For first, first mistake he made was fucking messaging me. Awful idea. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, no. Yeah, I definitely. Thank you for bringing up Burton because now, I I need to make sure to uh, to send him a message. Damn. You know what? Tell him to listen to this specific podcast. And tell him it takes. It, look, Darius and I started really easily. Let's let's kind of break, jump into this right now. We had our phones, and then we had GarageBand, and we had. Well, I still have my phone. Yeah, you still see. <laughs> Facts. Where um, you know what? Every single purchase that Darius makes that isn't a fucking mic is just a punch in the face. To, to <laughs> yeah, just nah. He's literally just like, like, oh, you know what I bought today? It's like, what? It's like $700 worth of snowboard shit. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, fine. Look, all you need is your laptop, your phone, and just some sort of DAW, right? Whether you're on Audacity or GarageBand, that's all you need to do to make it work. And if you want to join a hosting platform like Transistor, like we do, then you can join them for a small fee every month. Or you can just set up your own RSS feed. Do all your kind of you know keywords and all your tagging that way, and you should be fine. And and to be totally fair, like I mean, yeah, like our audio is probably a little better than Darius's, but Darius's audio is pretty good every week. Like I don't, I don't really notice. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah, no, it's not bad at all. No, I've 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 dialed your uh, your settings in pretty well. There we go. Don't worry, don't worry. All right, Mikey, how about you? Did you wear a watch? What kind of watch? Uh, what's there you go. Series three. Finally. No, not series three. What? It's a no? series fucking, I don't know. Is this, which series are we on? Is it five, six? I don't know. Five? Jeez. See, I'm stuck uh, in PS2 the, time. The, the SE. It's Costco finally shipped that shit. Costco took so long to ship this fucking Apple Watch, okay, that I was, I was shoveling my driveway yesterday because I had a bunch of packages coming in. And so I'm shoveling the driveway so that the FedEx man won't, like, sue me or whatever. And um, uh, UPS shows up. And I'm like, I'm not expecting anything from UPS. And one of them is very clearly a shipment from Foot Locker. You just know it when, before you even open it, you just know. 
Uh, so I'm like, oh, a pair of shoes. So I thought it was a pair of um, uh, Signal Blue mids. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually a pair of Carmines. But then there was also this mailer, and it was just like wrapped up like like a like salami from a deli or something. Like it just looked so weird. Like, yeah, it was. I was just like, what, what the hell? So. You know, I rip open this mailer, and I, I, no, no, not even a word of a lie. I look at the UPS guy. He gives me the shoes. I'm like, oh, these are shoes. And he's like, what's the other thing? And I just look him in the face, and I'm like, I have no fucking clue. Like, <laughs> I'm, like I, I'm like, I have no idea. And uh, so whatever, I open up this mailer, and uh, surely enough, there was my Apple Watch. I'm like, wow, I completely forgot that I even bought this. So Only um, five podcasts late. Yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. I got my Apple Watch. Unfortunately, I have not, like, so I haven't been able to work out with it yet, which is so annoying because I want to fill up those rings. But, uh, you know, I've just, they like... get you on the rings. Yeah, like, I was super busy yesterday, and, like, I had just had stuff to do, like, all throughout the night, so, I, like, I wasn't able to work out. And then uh, I was going to work out tonight, but then by the time that I was going to start working out, it was, like, too close to us starting the pod. Or so mm-hmm. I thought, but we actually ended up starting a little bit later than I thought we were going to, so I probably could have gotten the workout in. But, alas, I will do it after this podcast. I will make wow. sure to close my rings. Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. My bad. I was, I was napping. No, no, it's, it's, it's not your fault at all, Ed. It's totally my fault for not just going for it. I should have. I, I procrastinated, and, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, like, we're not, like, a fitness pod or anything like that, but... It's okay. When when I first had an Apple Watch, um, when I had like the Series One, yeah, uh, be- I was in the best shape of my life. Period. Really, yeah. and it's yeah. it's due to that watch that it was just kept you motivated. I mean, like don't get me wrong, I wanted to be in shape, um, but there was definitely a direct correlation between my drive to go to the gym every day and the fact that like I it was like playing a game. Like I was like, shit, I need to close these rings, you know. Um, so yeah, I we'll see we'll see what happens now. Maybe I'll just be like Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Uh, accidentally become the Hulk. Yeah, were you doing like <laughs> like powerlifting stuff? Were you doing kettlebells? Were you doing hit? Like what were you um, doing? To, I to I get do there? I do a little bit of everything. I do I do really like getting on the bike. Um, okay, I'm like a I'm a bike aficionado. Um, so my it's funny because my lower body is like. I'm like Saquon Barkley. Okay, I shouldn't say that. I'm not. I'm not, my quads aren't that big, but um, yeah, like I definitely carry the majority of my weight in my lower body, and then you know the upper half. Like I'm a little pudgier up there, so I, you know, okay. I gotta, I gotta slim down a little. Look right for summer when uh-huh. I'm wearing my when I'm wearing my mask, taking my thirst traps on Instagram or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I got my Apple Watch. Um, Damn, I copped, like, a fair amount of stuff this week. I, yeah, quite, I got a, I got a couple pairs of those uh, Valentine's Air Force Ones. Hit them up. Uh, those are in the mail. I got a few pairs of Carmines. Oh, I yeah. Got a few pairs, I got a few pairs of the Griffies, which I'm actually really upset about because, like, I, I actually hit on my size. And I was like praying to God that like my size would brick on StockX and it didn't. So I just like had to, I had to quick sell it, but I had it in hand for like 10 seconds today. And I was like, yes, I was like, I need you, but you know, I had to let it go. Got to, got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah. 
I am trying to hit on the UNLV dunks tomorrow, though. I really want a pair for nice. first. All those are pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I have a pair, or like I have this like vintage UNLV shirt with the Roadrunner on the front. Very very dope T-shirt, and I mean like perfect shoe to wear with it. So. <laughs> Yeah. Fingers crossed I hit on those for personal tomorrow. Fingers crossed uh, I, I hit that. on any of the dunks tomorrow, but we'll see what happens. When are those uh, vast gray ones coming out in the football? It's the football I gray? believe tomorrow. There's four colorways of, color of dunks coming out tomorrow. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be an absolute shit show tomorrow. <laughs> um, tomorrow it is... Uh, we have the coast ones, like the women's, like baby blue ones. We got the UNLVs. Okay. We have those. Yeah, we have the football grays. Um, and the, I think it's hyper cobalt. Okay. Is the is the is like the black and the blue. Is like pair. a royal. Okay. It's like a royal, yeah. Um. So yeah, we got those four pairs dropping tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Damn. Good luck. But Ed, what did you wear? Wrist, feet. Uh, okay. Black Bay Fifty Eight went back on the bracelet, okay. and then automatically still did renovations with it. I had a buddy of mine come in to help me drill through some concrete because I didn't have a drill on me, uh, and he was like, "How are you doing housework and renovations in with a no five thousand with a five thousand dollar watch?" I was just like, "What do you mean? Like, it's it's fine." So he was like, "What the?" are you doing i was like this is what they're made for right so it didn't face me um and then on the feet has been a consistent bluntstones the blunnies the blunnies uh for going out and then when i'm working on the new home which hopefully in the next two weeks we will be there um it's the uh air max 97s corduroy packs very yeah. nice mm-hmm. they're actually very comfortable to to work in like to do labor in, like hard, not to do labor, to do. I'm a fan, I'm a fan of, of the 97, work. man. It's a good shoe. I wouldn't You're have expected. The stirrups, you need the 97s. Yeah, would not have expected that. But let's roll into some sneaker news. Mikey. The dunk, 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 dunks. Let's talk about dunks. that. We got dunks on dunks on dunks on dunks on dunks dropping tomorrow. <laughs> I don't um, have them. You don't have them, but I'm going to get them. Don't worry about it. Uh, I got no dunks. I got no dunks. <laughs> no, I really, I, I, you know, I want the UNLVs uh, for the toe. Um, I know I said I wanted Carmine's, but they didn't drop men's sizing on Foot Locker the same day as GS pairs, and now I'm just kind of over the shoe because I've seen it 100,000 times at hand. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I do want the UNLVs. Um, however, I would 100% do... The Valentine's Day Air Force One over anything else. I oh my god, like the pink ones, because like I I have the white ones, but I need those pinks. Like if you have the pink ones, please, like I'll pay you resale. I don't mind, but like please, I'm begging you. Um, it's for the toe, man. It's for the toe. I'm just it's for my toe. My toes need them. It's for my toes. I think I I saw. I mentioned it's for the toe. I think I saw um, a former guest on the podcast, Rezus. He posted his white pair of uh, of those yes. Valentine's Days. Yes, very very like, good Damn. photography on that one as well. Crispy, crispy. Yeah, very yeah. Nice. We were we were talking about that. Um, he's actually the one that alerted me of uh, it being uh, an EU exclusive. I didn't know that those were an EU exclusive. So, no clue. Yeah, very very cool. Um, 
that those are an EU exclusive. We'll see what happens with those over the next few months. But in terms of dunks, um, I'm not too sure what stock's going to be like as of right now. Um, uh, are we getting dunks? Well, we're, we're getting dunks tomorrow. But uh, Instead of neutral grays, is, is everyone getting uh, the, the, the dunk high football grays? You know what? I think it's a better shoe than the neutral gray. I actually Oof. wanted to talk about that. So it's yep. the neutral gray ones, the 85s, or it's the stunk high in the football gray. I'm taking the dunks. I like the dunk more, actually. I'm taking really? The I'd like yep. to hear. I'd like to hear about it, like how you got, got to that. I don't have to, like, saw off, like, three of my toes and, and like, sell them on the black market to buy this dunk, probably. <laughs> I can probably just, you know, like realistically speaking, if I really want this, dunk, actually, it is a it is a women's pair, is it not? Oh no, no, never mind. It is it is a men's. It's men's. Yeah, shit, it is a men's. So, yeah, I mean, like I'll probably be able to cop them for like, let's see what they're going for on StockX right now. Like I haven't really looked at the resale prices of these. All I know is the UNLV does not go for that much. Two twenty USD. That's my guess. Let's find out. Uh, unless um, the football gray is like. The one that Not looks like a new, neutral gray. Yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay, I'm just logging on. The football okay. gray is a different one. The football gray is like the lavender. The bluey one? The blue one? Yeah, it's like uh, kind of okay. weird. Um, I don't know so what the... So gray. The, is gray? it vast gray? Yeah. Okay. Um, the vast grays. 221, Canadian. Seems like a pretty good. good deal to me. Well, how much is my size? Ten and a half is two ninety one. Yeah, told you two twenty US. That's, ba- yeah, that's baby food compared to the neutral grays, man. So you, but you would pick the dunk over the the Jordan one just because of the price. price? Yep, I would. I would probably, I like I would probably take the too. ones instead. If if they were the same price, I'd take the ones. But like, come on, man. Like, what? I'm gonna pay. Six whatever for a pair of Jordan ones, or I'm gonna pay, you know, shipped. I can get them right now, if I were to buy it for three nineteen. Like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, and 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 Darius, you said the color blocking. You you prefer I the like one the color blocking one on the yeah, dunk. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it has it has more going on with the color blocking. Um, neutral gray is just eh, but also like most of them for me, it's neither here nor there. Like, am I gonna go? crazy if i don't buy it no but i like the dunk a bit more just because it's a bit more varied in the color is it is it just me or do the hyper cobalt ones look like the shittiest like nike id colorway like it just looks like such a bad nike id colorway (laughs) it's like what if i wanted to make a royal but i can't (laughs) really make a royal a royal black toe but in some sort of it just looks like Different a 14-year-old made this shoe. Like, he just went on Nike ID and was like, Mom, I need to get these. Give me your credit card, please. Like, they're so cool. It's just like, no, it's a, it's a terrible shoe. Yeah, no, yeah, we, very, hey, uh, speaking of 14-year-olds, we got to get your boy on this podcast. Oh, jeez. What's the name you know again? What, Brandon? Brandon, no. Nah, nah, nah. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Don't put him on blast uh, like that. Okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Ryan, you know what, man? Shout out, shout out Ryan. Ryan, shout Ryan. Ryan Cooks, man. That kid. Cooks. You know what? I, okay, it's debatable. But, okay. I, <laughs> but what I will say is he's a little hustler. He's a little go-getter. 
I, I can't talk shit about that. Like, I, I definitely had the drive. I feel like I had the drive that he had when I was 14. Okay. But I didn't have, like, the know-how. Okay. Like, I didn't have, like, the, I guess, like, the resources to do it. Maybe if I had the resources that he had, I'd be, like, a billionaire by now or something. But, you know, I don't know. That's neither here or there. That's not exactly. That's neither here or there. there. But um, yeah, we got that one. We got the coast ones, which are dropping tomorrow, and those are women's only. Um, Okay. Yeah, the big sizes in those should be pretty much NASA. Um, and yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited. So we got the dunks. I'm about the 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 vast gray ones. Not not gonna get any because you know I can't do anything until June. Renovations, um, yeah. all that. Yeah, but how do we feel about those? Uh, what were they? The the Hirachis, the Stussy Hirachis. Oh, you know what? I like didn't. And even thoughts try just those. on Hirachis in general because I've even, never been a fan. I didn't even try for those. I I think I like maybe I like clicked the link to see if I could cop manual just like out of curiosity. Um, I don't give a shit. Like, I, no. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I really, really liked Hirachis, like, a few years ago, though. Okay. Even though I've never owned a pair, like, full disclosure, but I really enjoyed Hirachis when I was, like, maybe, like, 19, 20. I was like, oh, this is a very nice shoe. I've never been into them. I Me neither. Hirachis were, like, Nike, I need to make a Roshi again. Really? You know what the so, the desert oak pair isn't that bad. I think the olive ones suck though. But if if we bring it back, and this is just me kind of like just digging through the past, is what was the whole thing about Hirachis? Like why why was there like a resurgence? Oh, because Yeezy. people would lace them loose and they would look like Yeezy three hundred and fifty V ones. Oh, like but on a budget. Interesting. Dang. Like people would la- would loosely lace Roshis for the same reason. Oh, that was that was not me. I had a pair of Roshis. Yeah, yeah, got a couple of Yeezys, man. You know what, man? Like, if I'm if I'm Nike, I'm not pissed that I lost Kanye. I'm not pissed that I can't drop Yeezys. You know what I'm pissed about is that I had what could have easily been one of the best selling shoes of the tens. I released it. Everybody fucking loved it. Everybody loved the price point. It was the best of both worlds. And then Kanye released the 350 and made my shoe look like shit. It that is exactly what happened with the Roshi. Cause do you remember? Yeah. When, do you remember when the Roshi dropped? Everybody was like, "Oh, I want a pair of those." And it was like, "Oh, how much are they? Like, like 150 bucks, 200 bucks?" I was like, "No, they're 78 dollars." Yeah. Like, and they were comfortable as hell. By they the way, they were. And there was everyone had them. Yeah, I think I had it was the like red a, pair. I had yeah. the, a black pair too. I think I had the blues, and I think it was like a Phylon uh midsole or something like that and it was just they were so comfortable yeah so light as well yeah that, th- those are it's really, a good looking really shoe. good shoes not terrible my partner really loved hiroshis it was crazy she beat them to the ground and because of the fact that they were so comfortable yeah and they're cheap and disposable you can't you don't really you mind rebuying them yeah you know what? Um, 
The funny part about that, that you bring that up, uh, Darius, is I was actually thinking about the Roshi the other day in the context of, like, sustainability. Think about how many, like, pairs of Roshis probably got, like, just completely tossed in the garbage. Oh, yeah. Like... 100%. I I did it. I did it. I remember I had had a blue pair. I took him to Italy. And the pull tab came, like, just, like, ripped. And maybe I wore him for, like, another few times. And then I think I got, like, a little bit of, like, a tear in the toe box. Even though they were still, like, totally fine to wear. I was like, eh, they were 80 bucks and I just tossed them. Like. Fully disposable. Yeah, yeah it was it was literally, like, like a, like a pair of, like, just energized like batteries pair of or something. <laughs> a pair of old socks, you just toss them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. When, when um, Kanye wore them. And Kanye wore them. I don't remember him wearing the racers. Yeah, he, he has. This, in public. Oh, no, I'm and sure he did. I just don't I don't song. remember him wearing the Roshis. Uh, okay, okay. Like, you know you know how there's, like, all those, like, iconic Kanye sneaker moments? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I can't picture him wearing the Roshis at all. He did. And he wore the uh, Flying Eraser 2s. And then he wore the... Uh, the lunar laundry. I remember the flyknit racers. Or the lunar, or the lunar racers is what they called. I remember the the flyknit racers. I think they were like a like kind of hot before that, and then like the everybody suddenly wanted like the multicolored pair. I don't know if you wore that pair. He wore the multicolored. He wore the black and white. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> everybody suddenly wanted the multicolored pair like so bad. And then everyone wanted Visvum. FPTs because he had some SPTs. Yeah. And then Bottega boots. Everyone needed those Bottega boots. I'll never forget when um, I was maybe like, I was just getting into sneakers. I was probably like 15. And like, obviously, I was really into Kanye West because I have been like my whole life. And um, he, uh, he, there was like, I don't know why I, like, Googled, like, Kanye West Jordans or something. And, like, there was, like, this picture of him, like, getting his mail in a pair of Aqua 8s. And I was like, oh, wow, like, this is the coolest shoe ever. And now I'm like, thank God I don't own a pair of Aqua 8s. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, that, that Kanye effect, man. Like, it, people, people really underestimate, like, how much him wearing something makes it cool. Like, at, yeah. least, to, at least to, like, an impressionable audience. I feel like we we have to do like an episode, like a retrospective, on on Kanye and his, I think and so. his impact. Yeah, we need to do like a full hour on Kanye's looks. Yeah, and even like most recently when he wore those Nike ISPAs, I was just like, <laughs> damn, was, man, people don't leave him alone. He was just in the fucking mall, man. Like he was literally just trying to like, you know, he was just at trying Port to shop Locker or whatever. Like yeah. he, he was literally just trying to live his life. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, I love it. A little bit out of out of context. Well, I mean, uh, getting away from that topic, but uh, on StockX, I have the page open right now. Uh, the Flyies is um, oh yeah. The last sale in a ten and a half is four hundred three dollars. The wow. lowest. I mean, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. Honestly, like I thought it'd be more, but the lowest ask though. Yeesh. $1,147 what? Canadian dollars. StockX, Bruh. this is what happens when you get rid of luxury import fees. This is what happens. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, StockX got rid of their luxury import fees, at least for Canada, uh, this past week. So people are back to 
listing their shoes for insane prices that they're probably not going to get. Damn. But yeah. Who's, who's going to buy that for a grand? I wouldn't pay $1,000 for it. I, I would, would think not. about paying 400 bucks for it, though. Not that colorway, but I would like just like the shoe and jet. Like if a black pair came out and they were four hundred bucks resale, I'd at least think about it. Damn, bro, the ease, the ease of access for that. Yes, like I want. I just want it for like literally eighty dollars. I can leave it in my car. You're never gonna get it for eighty dollars. You might get it for eighty dollars in like three years. Ugh, that's all I want. Cause I'll have to wait. I just wait. It's fine. Yeah, I mean. I'm in no rush. I was fine before owning them. I will be fine until <laughs> I own them. This, I guess there's only one size 13 on the market because there's zero sales, but the lowest ask is $7,984. God. It's money size. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is sneaker culture in 2021, everybody. Yikes. This is what it's come to. The shoe, the shoe meant for people who can't tie their shoes. Yeah. Seven grand. Seven thousand dollars. That is I'd still pay four hundred bucks for it though. Not even a word of no. a lie. I'd I'd pay four hundred dollars. If somebody was like, Hey, here's an all black pair, all four hundred dollars cash right now, I'd be like, Let's go to the ATM. Ooh. I wouldn't even Just think like twice because I, I literally Luckily well, I, enough there's a size nine and a half all black Nike Go Flyies for four forty. I wanna I wanna pair that bad. Um Wow. How how much would you guys pay for a pair of these resell? One fifty. One fifty? There's no That's one. The retail, shoe bro. definitely doesn't even retail for that much. It probably retails for like, like what is what does it retail for? Do you know, Darius? I don't know. I'm about to check though. One twenty. U.S. or Canadian? Uh, I'm on Canadian. Okay, one twenty. Uh, so with tax, it's like what one. So so Ed wants to pay retail on tax. Yes. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like I think it'd be like one thirty six. Something like this, that. This this like shoe that. is about like accessibility. Okay. That's true. So I will get it at an accessible price point. I will not get it for an outrageous amount. I will just wait, like we said in the previous podcast, wait for the technology to get more efficient in the supply chain and then just have that shit be you know, just another thing that they have in the arsenal. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to happen. The no. the, Jor- the Jordan one is what uh, 35 years old now, <laughs> and it's 225. Uh, how how haven't they how haven't they figured that one out yet? <laughs> All right. The supply chain well, on that one they should they should be pumping out they should out, be pumping out 100 million shoes a drop. I want that Jordan one. Retro high the silver toe. Oof, I like those. I saw those. You oh, like those? I like those a lot. You know Would what? The you... silver toes are pretty dope. Those come out uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah, those are sick. Yeah, those are those are pretty nice. I like those a lot. They kind of remind me of. Um, they remind me of Barons. They remind you of Barons. Yeah. Darius, <laughs> would you cop? Not for. Resale? No, nah. But would you? Are you gonna try for them? I gonna try. I'll try to cop these. Darius, ah. if, I, if I get if I get your size, I'll throw you a lob, man. I'll throw you a lob. I promise. Is is that the first uh, online purchased that, that you have? 
No, if, if I'm buying it, I'm not the one buying it. I have someone else is trying for me. Okay. And then if he hits, he hits. If he doesn't hit, he doesn't hit. Believe, on to the next. I can't believe Darius doesn't come to me for this shit, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Ouch. Come on, Darius. He's hurt. He's hurt. Yo, I. You know what? Just for that, if I hit your size, Darius. He's gonna. A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Ten thousand. Twenty thousand. Fuck it. Let's make it thirty. Forty. Fifty. Thirty. Fifty thousand. Or, or maybe a size. chance. Or maybe just just a chance. A raffle. Just just to get a just a raffle. Yeah. <laughs> Or like the, 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 the Darius course to, to, to watch dealing, you know, I'll to I'll, getting a watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do I'll do a raffle and it's going to be just you and Cam. But you get one you get one entry for ten thousand dollars and then Cam gets <laughs> ten thousand for one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like the shoe a lot. Like, I think it's a really good looking shoe. What makes it great in your eyes? Just uh. A little bit of a good take on what is a not an OG colorway. Okay. And it's not, it's technically a woman's shoe, but they didn't go overboard like, we're going to pinkify everything. You know, they just made a cool shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very good looking shoe. I like them a lot. And uh, I, Did you... I, wonder what, I wonder what sock on these is going to be like, to be totally honest with you. No idea. I hope How it, has I hope it been in the past? For Jordan 1s? Yeah. Are you able to share that or just no good, comment. good, bad? Okay. It depends. It all depends on the... I on mean, the, if, if it was a trophy room, then there's two pairs. So, you know, <laughs> history tells us. Dude, man. that whole thing with... Uh, that trophy the, room shit's crazy, man. The, the raffling system. Crazy. How that it shut crazy. down. Crazy. Um, I know we all, we all, you know, read the... The article written by the uh, one, the only Brendan Dunn. Yeah, shout out Brendan Dunn, shout out Complex. Shout out Brendan Dunn. Honestly, like love that guy. I, he doesn't give a shit about. He doesn't even know who I am. But, uh, <laughs> lo- love Brendan Dunn. Um, but yeah, he wrote a really good article. I'll definitely link it in the in the links for this week. And um, he wrote a really cool article about uh, basically the backdoor situation with. Mm-hmm. Um, with the backdoor ones. With the backdoor ones, the uh, the twinkle toes. Twinkle and toes. I, <laughs> I love how that shoe looks. It looks so good. It does. The, Look, the story. The story behind it's very cool. The the article. I feel like what I inferred was there. There was a very direct, you know, verdict, which was, you know, it it was backdoored. Plain and simple, right? And there's diverting it to like the DC and Memphis and like all this stuff, but. I think the facts are the facts. Is and, and I don't I don't think that story plays out well. I'm not gonna be honest. Like Look, I'll be honest to to Marcus if, Jordan. If if like a hundred pairs got backdoored, if two hundred pairs got backdoored, if five hundred pairs got backdoored, if a thousand pairs got backdoored, I'd believe it. But like even if like you had no shoes half, left to I sell, Marcus. The raffling system. How come it broke down and everyone oh had to email God. you just to enter the raffle? Like that's gonna like, help. I tried entering the raffle for like a good 10, 15 minutes. Did not work. You know why? Because their inbox was full. What a surprise. Like, they knew what they were doing, man. They knew yeah, what they were hell doing. Yeah, hell yeah. 
what I did here is that there could be stock implications for, for Trophy Room. I don't know how true that is, but um, I have heard that there could be implications for future stock on future releases for, for, trophy, for uh, trophy Room. Um, any, any release that they carry stock on. Yeah. I, wow. don't know, I don't know how true that is, but... What a slap on the wrist. You know what? <laughs> well, what are you supposed to do, man? His dad's Michael fucking Jordan. Like, what, do you, what can you do to that guy? You can't do he, anything to yeah. him. Why do you He's think he backdoored all those pairs? Yeah. Like, For clout. If, if he, That's like, actually what I think look, he did. That's what, I, what, think I, should, did what I should say is if he backdoored the pairs. I okay. know how it looks, and, like, look, I'm definitely in the camp that's, like, he probably backdoored these shoes. But, you know, there is no, like, concrete evidence that he has done it. Besides Fair. the fact that, like, all these, you know, players ended up on the market. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, you know, in the, in the event that he did it, why do you think he did it? Because he knows that Nike can't do shit to him. That's like, I think, okay, think about it like this. Why does he need to do it? Does he need the money? Does Trophy Room need the money? Well, I, th- I, think, I think Brendan Dunn made a, a really good point about that in the, uh, in the article. It's essentially like when you are a sneaker boutique that, you know, is not really accustomed to handling these, these types of releases this magnitude, uh, the resources that it would take for you to, you know, contact 10,000 winners or whatever, it's, like, insane. Meanwhile, you can just backdoor the shoe and, like, you don't got to deal with any of that. But what I will say is, look, Marcus Jordan, if you backdoor the sneaker, I mean, like, get your money. Like, get your money. But at the same time, like, could you maybe, like, backdoor to somebody that's not, like, a complete fucking bozo? Like, I... <laughs> like, he literally went, oh, guys, please don't take pictures. And all of them were just like, fuck you, Marcus. And they literally all yeah. took, pi- like, pictures, Look stayed inside their boxes. Like, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, as much as you, we can say that he wasn't, hand, he wasn't ready for the release of this magnitude, you aren't, you're not set up, like, Trophy Room's not set up for this launch or anything like that okay say we put that in consideration like okay let's assume that they're not set up for this then how are literally all the other companies like end launches or whatever other raffling company able to do launches like this and they have less capital than him (laughs) you're you're literally michael jordan's son you're the son of a multi-billionaire you can't build the infrastructure for this come on that's a very good point. What you didn't want to do it? See, like, it's more like it. Yeah, because like, look, at the end of the day, yes, his dad is a multi-billionaire, but I highly doubt that he's just like calling his dad up for loans and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, he's like a thirty-year-old man. Like, you, you know. Like, All right, then say say he's not calling up his dad for it. You know you're gonna get this giant release, and you know why you designed it in such a way to make this like a commemorative moment for this shoe, honoring this colorway and this moment in history. And you know it's going to be a very limited run mm-hmm. because, what, 12,000 pairs is not really that many for, for the world, right? Yeah. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Of course. You should be prepared for that. Be a good businessman. Prepare for the hype that you know is coming. And we saw, like, everyone saw leaked photos in December. 
you know how hype it's going to be. You had two months to build this infrastructure. Okay, but let's, let's just look at it this way. Have you ever been in a situation where you fully believed in yourself? You fully believed in your capability. You're like, I can do this, no problem. Or not no problem, but like, I believe I can do this. And then time came for you to execute on whatever this thing was. And, you know, it's, it's, it's getting really close. You're like days away or hours away, minutes away, whatever. And you finally realize just before it's about to happen, you're like, oh, I can't do this shit. <laughs> like, you could have postponed that launch. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, there are so many things he could have done. Like, okay, let's say we tie up his hands. There's so many things he could have done prior to just allegedly offloading all of the stock. Look, I mean, he, he didn't. He didn't do all of the stock. <laughs> yeah, he left like two okay. pairs. Yeah, allegedly offloading every single pair except for two. Right? Like, there's so many things he could have... So many avenues he could have done. If you're... It's not your first rodeo with these launches, clearly. Right? And then he goes... In the article, he goes on to say... They go on to quote him saying, like, if doesn't got blue laces, it's not legit. Yeah. But seated pairs don't have blue laces. Yeah. Like... That was... Come on, bro. It's very clearly him trying to control the narrative. You know, like unsuccessfully controlled yes yeah, i don't think he did a very good job sure. of it but so what you were saying mikey that okay have you have you ever been in that situation i feel like maybe yes for for the, for the common folk but you again are the son of a billionaire you have so much capital you have so much you know money just to build something i cannot get money I put that money. You I, have the resources. I can't give you that excuse. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just even without the money, you're the son of a very successful businessman. Yes. Who must have mentored you in some capacity. Can you imagine what kind of calls Michael Jordan must have had to field in the last like week? I know, right? Oh my god. Even, oh, even if we don't even bring like Michael Jordan into the picture. You're the you, Marcus Jordan, are the son of Michael Jordan. People want to succeed through you so that they can make an impression on what they think is your dad or some sort of impression on the Jordan name, right? Mm-hmm. You had ever so many opportunities. You probably still have so many opportunities to succeed in a launch like this. <sighs> yeah, just... and I think the argument put up saying like, "Oh, there's no way they could have invoiced so many people in enough time." to bring the shoes out that's such a null argument okay you have so many invoices coming in then take the time to do it people don't really care just like hey you want the shoe generating invoice will come out to you we'll send you shipping as we ship it out mm-hmm. right you don't really need more than that and you can but you still, have to, you, have oh. to still, you still have to send out 10,000 emails though you're a business do your job yeah there are solutions like Shopify. Yeah. <laughs> Automated emails. Automate the emails. Like a business saying that, oh no, we have too many invoices to send out. It's like a rich is saying, oh well, no, I mean, I they didn't say that shit. Well, that it becomes a null argument, right? Like at no like, point did Marcus Jordan come out and say like, oh, I can't send 10,000 emails. It was just like something that they were speculating on in the article. Sure. I think the speculation is not a good one. 
you, you know you know what uh, I really found funny um, about that article is there was there was one paragraph where it was um, it was talking about how people will comment like just like flood comments whenever like they don't hit on sneakers and it was ironically the most vocal in this chorus are often bot users and resellers though they spend much energy seeking to gain advantages in sneaker releases they become incredulous online when someone else is perceived to have gained an advantage using means different from their own i mean like I've definitely seen, like, a few people complain, but I, I, I gotta say, like, I have not seen that many people complain about not getting, like, I mean, like, people that bought complaining about, like, not getting the shoe. They were just kind of like, ah, it is what it is. Like, Marcus Jordan just kind of did his thing, <laughs> like. And then moving on. Yeah. Um, <sighs> the, the, official, the official Nike response was, like. It's very corporate. Hilarious. Hilarious. What was it? Do you mind reading they it? They were like, hey, what the fuck happened to all the stock? And they literally went, we remain committed to serving our customers with authentic Jordan products through Nike.com and our strong distribution network and channels in both online and at brick-and-mortar retail, a spokesperson said. <laughs> That's boring. a corporate response. Yes. Um, the, you know the, what blows my mind about that shoe? Yeah, go for the it. Most? The pre-production pairs that were leaked in like December, January by very reputable sources were being sold off for something like two and a half grand. Wow. Remember that? I don't remember them that much, but holy shit. Something like that. The market held up on those though. Yeah. The release pairs now are are higher than four grand yeah it's like three thousand that's that's absurd damn bro i should i should i should have bought a few backdoor pairs i'm an idiot yeah should have group buy should have group buy Um, but that's what blows my mind it's like pre-production pairs like go through all of so many hoops to uh get them early by months is what's less than the actual release but I'm sure that, that if you want if you wanted a pre-production pair now, it would probably cost you like ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, it'd be absurd. It'd be insane. Um, I think the final uh, sentence was something that we should focus on. Okay. And it was a complaint about the business of Michael Jordan's son must be weighed with care because it could have negative consequences. They say, but if Trophy Room really does backdoor its sneakers and nobody says anything, the game will continue to be rigged. The game has been rigged for the last decade. I hate to tell you. There is, like, it's not like this is some new phenomenon. Like, you know, like, the, this is just the way it is. This is the way it is. These, this is sneakers in 2021. You don't like it? Stop giving Travis Scott fucking Jordan ones. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, Stop Stop letting this guy drop shoes. And, like, obviously, it's not all Travis Scott's fault, but I'm just saying it's like, you know, when you're giving, when you're giving athletic sneakers to influencers, this shit's going to happen. This shit is going to happen all the time for the rest of eternity. And, like, I don't know if Nike likes it. I don't know if they hate it. I have no idea. But, like, 10,000 pairs just went missing. Yeah. Like That's you can take you can shrink. you can you can take what you want away from that, but like, how do ten thousand pairs just get back to like that? Yeah, yeah. If if you're Nike and you're looking at your stock for a particular skew and like ninety percent of it is unaccounted for, that's a problem. 
Yeah. Right. Regar- regardless of the, the moral question of reselling sneakers, backdooring sneakers, blah, blah, blah. This is just a bad thing for a business to happen. So what happens next? I don't know. I think this remains a story for like another few weeks and it, it's, it's going to go. I think Nike is going to have will... some nice phone calls. Yeah. And do do, you, nice do you think that this will change sneaker culture? No. I don't think so. No. Like, it, look, I feel like that last sentence is, is really for, for those true OGs that remember lining up that, you know, even way before like my time, right? That's kind of where they're coming from, where there was fairness to it to, to some certain degree. But I feel like backdooring was very common, you know, back then too. So... Look, this is like you said, Mikey. This is how it is. You either love it or you hate it. You're either in it or or you're out, right? And you mm-hmm. just have to accept it and find your 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 way to like level up the playing field, uh, or like find your way to cop them. Look here. Here's here's what I'll say about the people that are like anti backdoor, anti buy, anti resell. Um, I understand where you're coming from. I understand why you feel the way you do. Um, I don't blame you for feeling the way you do. But I want to take you all the way back to, I believe it was 2004 was the year that Pigeon Dunks dropped, right? Was it 04? Might have been a few years later, something like that. I want to take you back to that drop. There were 64 pairs of pigeon junk, pigeon ducks. Okay? People lined up outside a staple. NYPD had to escort people out. Because mm-hmm. there were people in the alleyway ready to kick the shit out of whoever got this this dunk. What do you think is worse? Somebody being physically assaulted over a fucking shoe? Or people staying home and, you know, running their programs. Someone died for the for the phone uh, for the um, Galaxy phone posits, didn't Dude, they? Like, there there's a history of shit like this happening. Like kids getting shot at sneaker releases. Like I remember, dude, Concords. I'll never forget Concords. Like. It was it was one of like my first like real intros to sneaker culture, like real like the culture aspect of it and just being like holy shit, these people are insane. Like I love sneakers, but holy shit, these pe- these people are on a different level than me. Like these people oh, are willing, these people are willing to fight. These people are willing to like trample over each other like for a fucking shoe. I remember when it was around that era and like OG 11 drops, those are considered dangerous drops for the storefront. It was extremely dangerous. That, it was insane. It was insane. Like, like people right now don't like uh, people that are like new to sneakers don't understand how dangerous sneakers were at a certain point. Like to the point where they stopped doing first cut. Like the reason why raffles even became a thing is because people were such savages trying to get the sneaker in the first place. Like when it was first come first serve, that that was all gravy until people really wanted the shoes. Mm-hmm. And then people started fighting each other and jumping over each other and doing all this crazy shit at releases. And then they 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 essentially stripped us of first come first serve. And then everything turned into a raffle. And guess how backdooring started? 
sorry to tell you, but like th- this has just been a slippery slope from the beginning. If if people didn't act so crazy when it was first come first serve, it wouldn't have turned into raffles and it wouldn't have turned into what it is right now. And is is some of that to blame on Nike for perpetuating it with stock numbers and this and that and the other thing? Sure. But at the end of the day, like we're never going to get that back. I wish, like look, if somebody told me right now that I could never like loop a bunch of pairs again and I couldn't, you know, f- like get get my hands on every shoe I want to, but I could go back to like feeling like everybody cares and I have to like wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning and go to the mall and stand there or like mm-hmm. stand there all night to wait for the shoe. I would take that shit in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. I, I wouldn't even think twice about it. I, I swear to God, and people don't believe me when I say that, but it's the truth. Like, I would legitimately, I'd give all, like, every, like, look, my life is going pretty swell right now based off, like, the opportunities I've been afforded, especially recently in, you know, in this industry, like, and in footwear and clothing and all this shit. Like, it, things are going pretty smoothly for me, but I would give up my life going this fucking smoothly so that I could feel like a little kid again. Wow. I would say the same, and if Nike, if you could say like no one could get shoes, or like get crazy amounts of shoes, but everyone has them, that's great. That's fine. Yeah, right? it's it, if Nike said we're making ten million pairs of Chicago's and Breads, all right. What what sneaker release do you think was really the tipping point? Supreme foams. Supreme foams. I think I think Raj brought that up on the podcast when we had him yeah. on as well. Yeah, Supreme Foams. They had to they stopped that release. NYPD had to stop yeah. the release. They didn't let them do it yep. because it was just too crazy. I'll, I'll never I'll never forget that. It's like being like, oh, these are really cool, like whatever, and you know, not thinking much about them, and then like seeing the news that day, and it was like they canceled the release, and they're like, yeah, they were in line, and I was like, so why didn't they release them? And it's like they literally couldn't. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Supreme Foams when I made it into like mainstream, mm-hmm. and then bef- even before to that, it was like Concord Elevens and Bread Elevens. People getting shot for those. Yeah, yeah. people getting killed for their shoes. I remember seeing for the that. release. Yeah, yeah. I just, but at the same time though, like. I remember when that shit was happening, when people were getting, like, beat up and shot and whatever, like, just physically harmed for a sneaker, which it's never that serious, by the way. Like, if you're doing stuff like that, you're a fucking clown. Um, but I remember when... And stuff- if you're not giving up your sneakers and that happens to you, you're a clown still. Yeah, no, like, like, look, I understand, like, people wanting to, like, hold on to their shoes and stuff, but yes, like, if, if somebody has a gun to me, I don't care what shoe yeah, I have on me, like, I'm sorry, like, give up, give up the shoe, like, make the smart decision, like, like, I don't care how much the shoe's worth, it's not worth your life. Yeah, but, I agree. Um, I just remember when that, like, uh, you know, initially was happening, and, you know, there was this call to Nike all the time, people were always shitting on Nike, going... When's Nike going to do something about this? When's Nike going to stop this from happening? When's Nike going to stop that from happening? And then you know what their answer was? It was raffles. 
what else were they what else were they supposed to do like you know and 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 for us for a minute it looked like hey maybe this will work and then you know backdooring really popped off and and that that was kind of it you know what's been staying consistent though even throughout all the changes and like registration things like that if you're a good customer or a homie of a store they'll hook you up they'll hook you up for sure yeah for sure that's been consistent well i mean look at essence bro yeah like and like here's what i don't understand and this is nothing against essence because i think that they're doing the right thing by seeding pairs to people that spend a lot of money there like i think every single store that has somebody that spends tens of thousands of dollars a year or i swear to god some of these people in a month or more yeah yeah in a month there's no reason that that person should have to sign up for a raffle. That person should secure their pair. But what I don't understand is how Nike draws the line when it comes to this stuff. Like, how do they let some stores do that, but then other stores, it's like, oh, if you do this, like, you're clipped. I think it's part of the, the draw of being on Essence, of being on Mr. Porter. Is that, being on is that you know that if you spend enough money, you're going to be seated pairs? No, I mean for Nike. Because these are out of their wheelhouse. Like, these are not companies they would you would generally think of going to for Nike. Hmm. Right? And it gets... And, like, people who are, like, ultra-high spend at Essence, Mr. Porter, or Farfetch, those are super wealthy people. And you get those people in Nike and their friends in Nike. And they're buying that for gifts for their employees for whatever you know. It gets more people in the brand and like high profile people too. And ultimately, the stock numbers for those sites are probably not that great. A couple hundred pairs, it's good enough. You know what though? From what I understand, if you're like a high enough like level, at essence, like you're not getting one pair. Like oh yeah, they'll see you Multiple. multiples if you want them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure exactly how it works or like what your minimum spend has to be or anything but like I'm sure there are like people that could tell you that much um, but I also find it really interesting because like like does it does this all have to be like spread out across different brands like can it all be on one day like you know what I mean like yeah, it has to be spread out through a bunch of brands and it's best to have be like over time because they're not they know you're like you're a real person buying stuff yeah yeah consistent no, transactions this, mo- this model happens in literally every industry where there is commodities like even cars like this happens for cars wow yeah i just i to me i just find it it's it's just a double standard it's like Yes, I understand Foot Locker's Foot Locker and Essence is Essence. Like, you can't compare the two. But, like, what if somebody, you know, what if somebody goes into a Foot Locker and buys a pair of whiteouts every single day? Or, okay, not every single day, but let's say they buy three pairs of white Air Force Ones a week. And they buy a few pairs of socks, they buy some shoe cleaner, they buy a hoodie here and there, they buy a jersey, whatever, whatever, whatever. They spend, like, a few thousand dollars every week at this one Foot Locker. It's their... It's their home Foot Locker location. Mm-hmm. 
but they're not allowed to seed a pair of uh, Jordan 1s to somebody? Honestly, that whoever runs that football court probably seeds someone. Yes, but what, but what I'm saying is if that person gets caught, they can get in shit. But yet, Essence can do it with no problems. And this is nothing against Essence. I think they're doing the right thing. And I think that Nike's also doing the right thing by letting them do it. I just don't understand the double standard and, like, how you can draw the line for some retailers. But then for others, it's like, no, no way. I think part of it's scale. Like, the scale of Foot Locker Network or Foot Network versus one e-commerce site. Right. It's it's a lot higher profile if you do it through a Foot Locker than if you do it through, like, an Essence. Can you elaborate on that? Because, like, okay, say, where do you think when you grab, like, a 90% of the person, like, someone just from the street, where do you buy Jordans? They're going to answer you Foot Locker, Champs, something like that. Sure. No one's going to answer you with Essence. Because they don't sell Jordans at Essence, though. Exactly. But for for sake of the example, right? Like, say, the 10. They sell Off-White there and sell Nike there. They got the 10. Where am I going to go to get the 10 um, when they come out? Off-White store. Um, maybe a couple of online retailers like Luisa Via Roma, something like that. I was going to say Essence. Or Mr. Porter. I feel like a lot of people would say Essence. But for the shoe? They never advertise that they're getting a shoe. They never advertise that they're getting the shoe, but people know that they're getting the shoe. But no one ever gets like them people make people make no mistake that when it comes to like collabs like that, Essence is probably gonna get it. They're probably gonna get it, but they never advertise that they're getting it, right? It's not something they put out there. They also don't advertise anything that they get though. Exactly. So they're able to do things that just they come and then they they go. Like a fly by night. It's like fly by night. They got they got a Dior bike. Do you see that on the website? No. Did they advertise it? No. They had a customer who wanted it, and Dior sent them a bike. You know what's really crazy about that? The craziest part about that shit is that uh, Dior Home, um, I think if you go on Essence, you they only have sunglasses. Yeah, they do. But they got a bike. They got Jordan 1s. They got everything. They got Jordan 1s? Yeah. What? Actually? You really think, yeah, somewhat, let's say you've spent half a million dollars. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that I can't believe that Essence got it. I just legitimately thought that it was only Dior that was carrying it. Essence can make a call to Dior. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, like. There's a reason why Essence still gets all the Yeezys and whole run through doesn't. Yeah. And it's the thing is it's because they, because they, 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 knew they how get to, to be customers. they get to be low profile about it. And if it's not out in the public, you you can do a lot more things and brands are more willing to do it. Like for example, like the um, like the Dior bicycle, right? The Arsham bicycle. That was supposed to be only boutiques or only Dior product because it's like a special niche yeah. product that you want to be represented in their boutiques and their brand. But if they needed something hap- to happen, like Essence needs something to happen, they'll do it. Um, another good example, and totally unrelated to like fashion, but for cars, right? Remember when they sold the People, Ferrari? Remember when they had the Ferrari on the website? Yeah. Or even like, say, for example, 
McLaren. They just came out with the Speedtail not too long ago, like Ultimate Edition, like very limited car. And for the longest time, it wasn't homologated to the U.S. So the U.S. wasn't going to get them. So North America wasn't going to get them. Enough interest was registered, and they made it happen. And then a couple months later, enough interest was made by owners of McLarens in the United States to get a United States-only model of like 18 units. Hmm. They did it. This is a British company making America only. That's sort of weird, is it not? And then I know this, this happens before. Say you're a McLaren customer, you want the Richard Mill McLaren edition. Could happen. They just need to call them up. If, they, if they're tight enough with you, it can happen. It's out of their wheelhouse entirely, but it can happen. Do you think that that happened for the Kith BMW? Do you think no. that anybody was a good enough BMW customer where they were like, I want the Kith BMW, and they're like, yeah, we'll set it aside for you? I don't think they needed to set aside anything for the Kith BMW. I think they did, because the, the car fucking Absolutely. sold out. To resellers, and they're trying to resell them right now, and no one's biting. People will, though, eventually. There's someone, okay, I went put perspective. I saw a couple online for sale for 94000 Canadian. That's less than they paid is, for the car, is it not? Yeah, I know. And no one's biting. Huh. Yeah. And that's after you sign the stipulation saying that you can't sell this car for, for, for two years. You gotta own it for two years. They made people do that for the Kith BMW? Yeah, they make people do that for cars. Huh. And don't think you can buy the car underneath a business because they won't allow that. Why wouldn't they let people buy under a business? Because then you can sell the business. <laughs> Damn. They're, they're smarter than that. They're smarter than you think. People have done it successfully once, never again. Yeah, one too many times. And they'll clip you. You're never getting a BMW again. Hmm. At the end of it all, culture, what's happening, does not have a singular person or a singular entity to blame. Everyone's involved. Yeah. Everyone who gets super hyped and, like, feverish about something. Yes. That's what's to blame. Yeah. Like, guys, at the end of the day, you don't need to spend 120 grand on an M4. Another really good example of this, and um, I don't know how, like, in tune you guys are with this stuff, but digital collectibles. Uh, And this is kind of veering off of shoes, but digital collectibles, like non-fungible tokens or NFTs, which are built on, like, blockchain. Mm -hmm. Um, Insane stuff. Like, it's, it's, this stuff is wild. Like, uh, NBA Top Shot is um, essentially this, like, licensed NBA collectible. And it's, like, basketball cards, but it's not cards. It's essentially, like, a GIF. And it's built on blockchain. And the prices of some of these, like, moments is what they call them, are insane. Like, I, I personally know somebody 
that bought a pack. The pack was uh, around thirteen or fourteen hundred bucks. And then he pulled um, a, a star player in the league. I won't say what player it was, but it was like a very, it was like a very, like all these cards are numbered. So this one was at a ninety-nine. This person pulled number thirty something, and sold this card. And the card or the moment, which is literally you can't hold it in your hand. It's on the, it's on your computer. Sold for five thousand U.S. Nice. Wow. Um, another, another example of this is, uh, there's this, this, uh, digital art that was created on Ethereum. It's called, uh, it's called, uh, CryptoPunks. And very shitty looking art. Um, there was one, and it was a one out of nine. In 2017, it sold for, uh, in Ethereum at the time, the value was, I believe, uh, somewhere around $2,700 US. That same CryptoPunk mm-hmm. uh, sold last month for $780,000. Wow. Damn. Now, is that because the CryptoPunk appreciated or because Ethereum went through the roof? Uh, I, I would say it was, a mixture of, it, was, it was a mixture of both, but at the same time, you also have to remember that when this shit sold in 2017... Ethereum, like, the crypto market was basically booming. Like, it was doing really well. So, it's just, it's it's crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, it is, like, a hype thing. Um, and I guess, like, yes, like, hype is what fuels this stuff, but... It still fuels everything right now. Yeah. Like, every sort of, like, intangible asset or commodity, it's all fueled by hype. Do you guys think that we can ever get away? From the theme of people, you know, constantly wanting this clout and this validation um, and doing things just so that people will look at them and say, oh, look, this person did something that I didn't do. Like, oh, my God. Um, I think what it is right now, more than like exclusivity and having the thing or doing the thing that someone else can't. I think what precludes all of this is value speculation that's what people are just doing for sure like people who are getting like a 500 pairs of trophy room ones they don't care what the shoe is they really don't and they're probably going to wear it only for the clout and people who are buying the shoe may or may not care what the shoe is but i wager a lot of them are looking at how much it costs and where it's going to be in five months one year I think as long as there's internet culture, hype does not go away at all. Do you do you think that that we will ever be more introspective as a society though and kind of move more towards like individuality instead of in the direction that we're trending right now where people just want things because other people want them. I think that's a very niche audience that will and I I would say that a group like us, yes, for sure. But for the vast majority that just are, are sheep and they just follow whatever is happening, no. no. I'm being pessimistic maybe, but I truly Damn. do not feel we're going to go toward it. We're just going to keep wanting to consume more. We're just going to keep I wasting. Agree. We're just going to keep agree. buying, right? For one, I think for one simple reason, because you have to think. You got to do so much work to be individual and 
do something else, right? This is cool on Instagram. I will buy this, right? It's um, it's it's not looking good, <laughs> to to say say the least, and and for everyone, and it's not like. It's it's not like it's the brands that we we know and love and we follow, but it's just the everyday stuff, right? It's the H and M's, it's it's the Zara's. It's not going to stop. They're going to keep looking at like the tastemakers. They're going to keep producing more. People are just going to buy, and it's just it's never going to end. And as long as you have a camera, a mobile device that can capture what you're wearing, what you have, and what you're currently doing, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon, right? And you're going to get. Gone, is it- you're going to get so engulfed in it. You're going to be like, holy shit. And you know what? I, I credit this to, to Darius, right? Actually, like, not pulling the trigger on things and not being sucked into it is a great feature to have, right? And and me not having to spend, like, I could see it. I see so much shit on, on my Instagram, especially the Springs and Thread, of, like, people's, like, recent pickups, recent pickups. I see it so often that even right now, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I need any of that stuff. Yeah, it's cool for, like, that week. Yeah, it's cool for that month or, like, that half year. But afterwards, the shit all dies down. At the end of the day, I'm still wearing my Bluntstones over, like, all these other shoes that I have up there. Why? Why? Right? It's just... Yeah, it's, espe- especially those... Uh... It's fucking Air Max Nine. <laughs> hey, I, I will say something. Um, somehow, some dude in the states got hold of the podcast, and then he actually DM'd me about it. He's like, "Yo, I heard you got them. Like, can I see them? I'm really interested in them." Just you know, very niche. But anyway, want some? Yeah, but that's why. That's why I don't buy stuff. Yeah. Why? Why do I need it? You don't. I need this. I, not, I, I I do need this guy though. <laughs> need that. Need these guys. I, I need those. Those guys. ones we need. Those ones we need. I need these ones. I need those ones. For those listening, I I just uh, showed showed the uh, BB fifty eight watches. Yeah. We need we need those ones. We need those. Ones. But it's a different thing, right? It is because different category. The, it's a different category of buying stuff. Like I'm not out. Like we can't just go out here and buy like five hundred BB fifty eights. Yeah. Like no one has that many BB fifty eights. One, two. It's not financially possible <laughs> no no do, do you do you feel like the f- the future is bleak mikey like, do you wish there was a do you wish it wasn't this way i feel like we're, we're all realistic enough to know that this shit is just gonna this is the way it's gonna be this is how it's gonna be forever but um fuck man yeah like dude i like i said like I would give up, like, everything that's, you know, going, um, like, going decently well with me right now. Like, I would give that shit up so that I could go work a minimum wage part-time job, save up my money, and can stand in line and do first come, first serve. And, like, talk to the guy in front of me and talk to the guy behind me and shoot the shit about sneakers for, like, an hour or two. And then the Foot Locker manager comes out of the store and we're all just, like, buzzing. And then he literally asks you your size while you're standing in line. 
He yeah. goes, what's It's like you? listening to the, it's like listening to the holy word. It, it, it's like scripture. Like, like this guy, like if you, if you, if you never went through that, like sneakers will never ever period. I don't give a shit how much money you're making. I don't like, I, I truly don't. Sneakers will never be as fun for you as they were for me. They'll never, it'll never be as fun, period. No, like no matter how, even if you love it to death, it'll never be as fun for you because like, I will never be able to describe like how incredibly enjoyable, like waking up, like, like voluntarily waking up when the sun's not out so that I could go to the mall and stand in line was like, that's like, people think I'm stupid for saying shit like that though. But it was legitimately the most fun. Like, I don't know, man. Like, there like that. Like, it was. It was like. Like, I hate to sound like some like boomer sneaker collector or something, but like, for real, like it was actually. Like you guys remember that shit? Like, was that not like super fun? Like, was that not like? You know what the parallel that I I will draw is, when, your authorized dealer of whatever brand you choose. Calls you and says, we have your watch. Ah. <laughs> Oof. You drop everything, you go. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. And that, I mean, on that story, I remember this, like the BB-58 was picked up last year, pre-COVID. I still remember it too. I was in the Airbnb. Um, that was like the New York Fashion Week. AD says, hey. I have it in stock. And literally, I went back to the Airbnb, took out my credit card. And was like, walk over. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is it. Everything. And then they sent me like the the e-receipt. I'm like, okay. Whew. (laughs) All right. Back to business. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like the most exciting thing, right? Yeah. In the same way, like the Foot Locker manager, whoever manager goes like, hey, what size are you? That's like saying like, your shoes are here. Yeah. Right, your watch is yeah. Like, no, dude. Um, like I remember, like I'll never forget. Um, I'll never forget. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> like winning the 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 Jordan three eighty eight Twitter RSVP. Like wow, getting Twitter that getting RSVP. that DM back when they were like. You've been selected for the 11 or the 10 and a half or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, like this is it. Like, this is like, yo, this is the this is a peak moment of my existence. Like, yeah, that's the feeling that that never goes away. It's never it doesn't get better than that for um, for spending obscene money on things (laughs) for sure, for sure. No, like, it, it was, man, I miss that. Like, I, I really, really miss that. Like, I think that was, like, the first, like, com- like voluntary community that, like, I was ever really a part of, where it was just, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I See, hate to get all nostalgic and no, shit, no. like, it, <laughs> but... But that that that's how special it is, and you get to keep that, right? And you yeah. get to tell these stories. And I'll be honest, look, this we don't rehearse this kind of stuff on the podcast. What happens, happens. But I think this is a really good topic 
for those that do tune in and to hear this from, you know, yourself, Mikey, Darius as well, like sharing that parallel for those that are more into watches, right? What that means, like, like, this is a really important topic. I think more people need need to speak about it in in such a real way, in such a raw way. I think it's more like, why do you choose to go to like a brick and mortar experience over like just online shopping? It it goes down to like the experience and how you feel about buying this thing. And we've I've said it before. It's like people don't buy things because they need like X Y Z item, especially for luxury items. They buy it because it makes them feel some sort of way, right? Mm-hmm. And part of the experience is getting that call or getting your size, waiting in line. Like the whole experience is part of it. When I waited in line for the Life of Pablo tour stuff for like literally 12 hours in the rain, terrible lineup. Clothes were terrible. <laughs> but. It was the experience, man. I do it once. Loved the artist. And I went to the concert and I wore the I wore the bomber jacket. I wore the shirt. You know? It's part of what makes these things special, regardless of what it is. Yeah. Yeah, like I another another like example that I have of that is um I remember being like 14 and lining up for the midnight release of Call of Duty. And like you know, it was a waste of time. Like I could have I could have got I could have walked into the store and grabbed it the next day. And I bought the prestige edition, which I had like no money for. Like I wasn't working or anything. Like, I pulled up all my money to, like, go buy this Prestige Edition with this RC car and, like, all this shit. And it was a waste of time, but it was, like, it's, like, a memory I cherish because I literally had so much fun. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not about the shoes. And, And I, like, to me, that's the part that really sucks is isn't that, you know, like, it's hard to get shoes or that. You know, there's fucking hype beasts or anything like that. Like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, people are going to do them. But to me, the heartbreaking part about all this shit is that there is a generation of sneaker collectors. And I mean, like, sneaker collectors, not in terms of people that just do it because they want to be seen in the shoe, but because they actually love the shoes, because they actually love basketball, because they actually love watching LeBron, and they, like, will go on YouTube and watch clips of Michael Jordan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these kids that are 13, 14, 15, 16 years old right now and watch The Last Dance and were like, holy shit, this guy was a rock star. Like, I feel bad for that generation of sneaker collectors that will never know what it's like to like actually have like a community feel around sneakers because it, it's impossible to have that feel around around sneakers again. The only times where you can kind of feel like there's a community is like if you frequent certain boutiques. Like if you're somebody that's like constantly a like Lost and Found or like Uncle Lotus or like something like that, for example, in Toronto you might feel like you're part of the community within the boutique, but it goes beyond sneakers. It becomes about 
all of the product they have. Mm-hmm. It becomes around the feel that they have around the store. It's about the store. It's not about the product. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the closest thing you'll get. Yeah. And the heartbreaking thing for sneakers as well is this, the, what drives people to want to line up for these sneakers and what, why we lined up and got these sneakers and wake up early and everything is like a passion for the product, you know, a passion for the history and the culture. And nowadays we are experiencing and I've seen or witnessing this shift from passion of the product into a like cursory overlook of what the product is. But really what's driving people to buy this shoe is what the shoe is was gonna be worth. Right? And it's so heartbreaking. It's like it's a great shoe, these are great products, and people get really excited about them because they're gonna be worth more money. Or people don't get excited about really, really good product just because they're not worth any money yeah. after the after the fact. Yeah. I, I think I think the, the big thing is like this used to be it used to be like a hobby that was like fueled by passion. Like you had to be passionate about this shit. Um, especially like, especially like people might not believe it now, but like if you were like a sneaker collector and like you really like Jordans around like, you know, um, like the turn of the tens and stuff, people would like make fun of you for that shit. Like, 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 it wasn't, like, cool. Like, it wasn't, like, people don't realize that it wasn't cool. Like, Jordans, like, believe it or not, used to, like, sit in, like, Nike outlet bins. Yeah. Like, that was a thing. Like, it, they weren't cool. And, um, yeah, exactly, Darius, is, is, is now it's, it's based on, well, how are people going to perceive me when they see that I was... I've got this. I had the audacity to, to put a pair of $1,000 sneakers on my foot instead of leaving it in the box. Like, keeping shit dead stock before, was, it wasn't was serious. Whack. was so whack. Well, no, but the thing is, people that would keep shit dead stock wouldn't just buy the shoe and then just never wear it. They would buy, they would buy two pairs of it. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, okay, one to rock. Exactly, one to rock, one to stock. Like, that's what it was for. It wasn't for fucking keeping this shit on ice for years on years on years and then never wearing it. It was literally just so that they could, like, have a fresh pair for later. Like, yeah, man. That shit hurts, man. Like, (laughs) that that shit hurts. Same thing happens in watches, man. Same thing happens. Same thing's happening with guitars, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Everything's yeah. selling Spe- out. Speaking of like some older sneakers, um, I don't know if you guys do. You guys know like you guys know like the Bacon Air Max ninety, like the Dave's yeah, quality. Yeah, I heard story. they're coming. They're back. re-releasing. That's they're re-releasing. Crazy. Yeah, like I yo, if you don't if you don't know about those Air Max nineties, I don't want to hear that you're a sneakerhead because you're Jeez. not. You're not. <laughs> The you know, you know quality meets yeah, Air Max quality. 90s? You know what I want to see? You know those scratch and sniffs, right? I want to oh, see. Oh, scratch and sniffs. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be really funny. No, I. That's. I'm so excited that they're bringing those back. Like I'm. I'm so incredibly excited that they're bringing those back. I really hope that those like do really poorly on the resale market. So you can pick them up. I. I want to. I want to grab like two pairs for myself and then not feel bad about grabbing two pairs for myself 
Uh, I know, I I don't want to jinx these, sorry to cut you off, but I also heard that um, the Jordan 4s, the white Oreos might be rumored to to come back. Oh, God. The white cements? Yeah, white cements. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, officially, Um, they're called white Oreos. I know, I know the the golf version is no, but they're apparently rumored. Apparently rumored May and May of twenty twenty one. The the white Oreos suck though. Like the like the ones that they're dropping this year suck because like the midsole yeah is 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 like it's not like authentic. I can't remember what it looks like. I think it was like something to do with the black and the yeah and the the cement print, right? Or like sorry, like the cement like speckle. Yeah, look. Uh, it's not I, I I don't hate it because I love white cement fours. Okay, I I love those shoes. I might come. Very good. Very good shoe. Not a shoe for me though. It's not in June, so but I'm just telling you guys ahead of time. I might cop. I wanna I wanna see uh, I wanna see Darius in a pair of Jordan fours, man. I wanna see it one time. Ooh. Please, Darius. What what Jordan Four would I wear? I don't think I can like I don't think I have a Jordan Four that I would wear. I feel like you could do um, what are the joints that just dropped uh, a few weeks ago? Uh, was it the Starfish? For some reason, I could see you wearing the Starfish Four. You know what Jordan Four I had? What? I'll tell you exactly which one I had. I had Hender Scheme Jordan Fours. That's uh... not a fucking Jordan Four. It doesn't count. <laughs> That doesn't count. That's like saying like, oh, uh, oh, I had a Big Mac today, and somebody's like, oh yeah, like where, like what McDonald's did you go to? It's like, oh no, I got the vegan one from Doomies. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not the same thing. <laughs> I had the all black Hunter schemes. How much all did you pay for those? Joints. Honestly. Three fifty. What? Canadian. Yo, it's so light. How? How'd you get those for three fifty? Um, there was a store doing price match, um, to another store, and that other store was doing a clearance because they were <laughs> clearing out their stock. And the first store was like, "Yo, they're clearing out the stock, but we just stocked these. Like, we just bought them, or like, we just stocked them." I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna go over there and buy them there." And like, "Nah, fam." You're gonna buy them here. Did did you see the um? Did you see the sneakers restock today? By the way, for the uh, for Jordan's birthday. Today's ev- Jordan, everything Jordan's birthday. restocked today. Fucking yeah, but aw- Canada Canada had to share their stock with uh. Canada Europe, didn't right? get yeah. shit. Europe. <laughs> but it was like the off white fives, uh, the adapts. Um, I think the Fragment 3s, and then they threw, like, two regular people's shoes in there. Uh, they, they threw the, <laughs> the regular people's shoes. They threw the, they threw the Fire Red 4s, and I think Jubilees? Was it Jubilees? I think Jubilees, yeah. Something like that. Um, damn, I wish we got restocks like that in Canada. That'd be a movie. I wish we got shoes in Canada. Yeah, sharing the stock with EU is not fun. Sharing the stock with Amsterdam, yeah, Amsterdam. I I got a few of those, those uh yeah, the, those the, fucking the tracking. shipping confirmations. Yeah, 
It's like re- it's like release from international hub. I'm like, fuck this, man. I'm like, when's the shoe getting here? <laughs> Never. Send me the shoe. Give it to me now. Oh, yo. Funniest thing I saw today, completely unrelated to sneakers. I feel like this is like probably our most intensive sneaker pod ever, but it was just because yeah. the backdoor stuff happened yeah. and then we just like we dove we just into rolled. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, you know, like Steven Victor, like uh, Pop Smoke's manager. Okay. Uh, so he has a record label, Victor Victor Worldwide, and. You're not, uh, you know what? I'll see if you guys can guess. Guess what fashion icon, streetwear icon, signed to his label and is planning to release an album? Streetwear icon. Streetwear icon. Streetwear like icon. Like a, a, a titan of the industry. A titan of the industry. I'll, 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 give you, I'll, give you, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint before you guys guess. He had a very successful brand, and then he was like, fuck this brand, and then he made another one. I'm lost. I'm drawing blanks. I'm going to leave this one to Darius. The the original brand is still a thing today, but he has no involvement in the brand. Rockaware? No, no, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. People, I know. Pe- people still kind of care about the brand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Are they like a designer? Uh, yes, he's a designer. A titan of the industry. Designer. Yo, Demna. A, a, Demna Vaslio. A magnet. It's not Demna. All right. He might need a translator sometimes. He might need a translator all the time. He communicates to like all of his friends through a translator. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I'm no. literally giving you guys every single tip. <laughs> You're talking Nigo, Nigo signed to Victor Victor Worldwide. Oh, Nigo? What? Okay, he's the last. Who did? How did you guys not get that? I literally gave you so many hints. Damn. I no. I really thought that after the Rockware thing, where I was like, people still care about the brand. That was gonna be what set you guys off. You'd be like, okay, it's. it's People don't care about BBC still. What? Bape. And BBC. Yeah, no, but he's, he, people give a shit about Human Made, though. Yeah, there's oh, so many they? brands. You said one. Yeah, no, but I said, uh, okay. <laughs> first off. I was off, thinking people, of, like, people making two brands. First I was like, off, I will, I, will say, I will say that BBC had a lukewarm resurgence in the last few years. I think that's fair to say. People have kind of given BBC a little bit more... Uh, time on body over the last two years would you not okay. agree would you not would you not agree that you've seen people wear bbc a little bit more than you had in like the past like eight years yeah same with people wearing like robin's jeans <laughs> yo robin robin <laughs> robin's jeans snapped for like 
a year and a half because of Kodak Black, and then we never heard about Robin Jeans again. It was... <laughs> Same with BBC. No, that's not true, man. I would, I would rock. Would you not? Would you not rock BBC still? Would you? No, rock? I wouldn't rock it. No, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about like the shit that's like it says billionaire boys club, but like you know, what I mean, like a lower key BBC thing. You wouldn't wear it. Nah. Wow. I was thinking about copping the the Colette T. Colette BBC. Yeah. Nah. What? Damn, bro. Not it. That hurts. That hurts. I'm the only one. But yeah, anyways, Nigo signed a Victor Victor Worldwide. He's planning on releasing an album. In other crazy culture news, The Rock said that he would run for president if the people wanted it. If you want The Rock to run for president, you should not be allowed to vote, period. I mean, The Rock's a nice guy. He is a nice guy, but it doesn't mean that he should be the president. You know what it is? No more wars, only arm wrestles. <laughs> Uh, you know, pull up, pull up to the Kremlin, and just arm <laughs> wrestle. There you go. You know what they have to do? You want to get this bill passed? All right, let's go. <laughs> you know what opposition? They, you know what they have to do? They have to do halftime heat again. If if they want if if the WWE wants people to get back into fake wrestling, <laughs> they have to do halftime heat next year during the Super Bowl. That was, like, so genius. I don't know how many people watch that, but that is, like, one of the coolest things I've ever seen is when The Rock and Mick Foley fought at halftime of the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. That'd be sick. In an empty arena. They just kicked the shit out of each other for, like, 20 minutes. That'd be pretty (laughs) cool. I would watch it, especially Mick Foley. Uh, Speaking of The Rock, he is a huge, huge fan of Todd Snyder. Todd Snyder. Oh, yeah has been coming out with some pretty solid new balances. I'm not going to lie. They're they're trying their hand at like a at like a full pink, what was it? The 57/40 like the the new silhouette. They they did a full pink one? Yeah, they did a full pink for Valentine's Day. Todd Snyder did. Like I don't love it, but what I love is just um Todd Snyder has been coming up with really 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 nice things. Um, oh, these are these are fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> Oof! It looks like budget, uh, budget ambush dunks. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love, they I love, look I like them. budget ambush dunks. <laughs> Jeez. Yo, no hate. No hate. I still love the brand. I still love Todd Snyder. <laughs> look, I'm not here to shit on Todd Snyder. I just want to turn more people on to Todd Snyder. If That's you're... fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm not gonna take Jeez. it back. I got. I gotta take. I gotta keep the same energy. That is so good. That's actually <laughs> so good. Oh no, these are awful, man. These are so <laughs> shit. This actually, this, this actually looks like something you'd find at a Payless Bogo, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You would just, you'd just be watching, like, you know, just like close your eyes, close your eyes for like two seconds, and just imagine, like everybody, close your eyes and just imagine what I'm about to tell you, okay? Okay. You're 12 years old. Okay. It's a Friday night. Okay. You got a bowl of popcorn, your parents brought home a big bottle of Coke, you're just sipping from the glass, 
Life's so simple. Okay. You're watching Nick at night. Suddenly, uh, I was going to say a show, but <laughs> the person got canceled. I don't know what else they would play on Nick, play on Nick at night. S- Sanford and Sons? <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> Suddenly, the show, the George Lopez show goes to commercial. And there's a, there's a commercial, and it's Payless Bogo. There's a woman. She's smiling. All of a sudden, she's in the air. It's like she's jumping on a trampoline. There's a close-up of her shoes. It's this fucking shoe. It's the, it's the Todd Snyder 5740 and Pink. It's the ugliest fucking shoe of the year. This is disgusting. <laughs> Budget and push top. Shit is ugly as fuck. Oh god. What were they thinking? Oh my god. The nine nine twos that they dropped last week, pretty good. Yeah. How the That's hell did they drop the ball on these so bad? <laughs> wow, these suck, man. These are awful. Not cheese. These are Not so great. bad. They, these are so bad that they make me want to buy the original colorway of the fifty seven forty. Oh, the, the apples. I'm going to call the them the apples. apples. The yeah. apple joints. <laughs> Look, those will say I'm not here to shit on them. I just want to turn you on to them because they, they've launched a pretty solid collection called Todd Snyder Issued By. Great indigo dye stuff. Great kind of, you know, everyday, you know, <laughs> garments. But holy shit, I'm not my intention to... And to, just like the, the orange... That. The orange and the midsole, just like such a shitty hit of orange. <laughs> it's like, this is such a fucking bad shoe. <laughs> like, yo, you know, you know when people are like, "Oh man, this color," like you'll they'll see a, they'll see a colorway of a shoe and they're like, "Oh, this colorway of this shoe is so trash. It's such a shitty colorway of a shoe. I could do a better job of, on 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 whatever Nike ID or whatever." And then they, like, make it, and you're like, all right, okay, like, make a colorway. And then they make a shoe. This is the fucking shoe that they make. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. It's like, no, yeah, man, the orange. The orange with the pink. What? <laughs> Contrast. <laughs> this is the show. Oh, those are awful, man. Holy shit. It's Todd Snyder by Ambush. Todd Snyder by <laughs> No, I, oh, I actually gosh. can't even believe how bad those are. Jesus. Um, Todd's got good shit. Apparently not good shoes. Not good shoes. Or, well, not that shoe. Look, the, the other ones are were pretty dope. Not that shoe. Yeah, just not that shoe. Um, I definitely wanted to give a little bit of a, a highlight to the Toronto Raptors, uh, the Black Lives Matter collection that they uh, just released, um, designed by Adeyemi Adeg Bissan, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, and Mark Stoddart. Uh, and 100% of the proceeds are going towards local Toronto initiatives and not-for-profit organizations of the artist's choice. And um, by the looks of it, it is Canadian fleece. <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to say what mill it's coming from, but... Uh, <laughs> it's pretty hmm. obvious to me. <laughs> Wonder who. Cool. I don't know who that is. <laughs> cool. That sounds cool. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, no, you know, just very cool that, um, you know, the Raptors, as a Canadian team, uh, that uh, has so many Americans on it, um, you know, is is willing to put their organization's name on the line for a cause that they that you know organizationally they clearly believe in. Uh, a lot of organizations, especially sports organizations, would shy away from you know. Um, zoning in on a political statement from an organizational perspective instead of a league-wide thing. So shout-out to the Raptors, man. Shout-out shout out to the Raptors. Shout-out Bobby Webster. Shout-out Masai Ujiri. Uh, shout-out the whole team. Uh, Nick Nurse. Like, literally, we are very blessed to be, uh, you know, in a city with, with such a great organization. So shout-out MLSE and the Raptors, for real. Shout out the Raptors. You have been doing amazing. Um, been quite Man. disappointed with the performance, but this is a great <laughs> initiative nonetheless. They're so, so recently, yeah. 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 Shout out, shout out all the Raptors. Um, even Aaron Baines. Even Aaron Baines, man. He lost the most important Raptor, though. Mafuzi? Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. <laughs> You know, it's 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 no coincidence that ever since he left, no more championships. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, every time Jeremy Lin gets on the floor, gets on the court, the Raptors won. He's got a hundred percent win ratio <laughs> with the Raptors. <laughs> He's a legend. I think he well, signed. I think he signed a deal, like yeah. a, a G League deal with with the Warriors. If He's got the chip. Chip with uh, the dip. Gosh. Oh. Got that chip money. Too funny. Just let it be known. Just every time Jeremy Lin stepped on court with the Raptors, the Raptors won. Balling like I'm in the CBA. You know? That's what that's what Jeremy Lin... <laughs> Insanity is back. That's what he sings every night. Insanity. Oh, my God. He feels bad. Like, if ever he feels bad at himself, he just looks at the ring and be like... I got it. Nice. You're damn right. I got it. Um, is there any any other any other pressing topics you guys want to talk about this week? Anything? There was an article on Hodinkee by Kara Kara Barrett mm-hmm. about why watches are even considered men and women watches. Why aren't they just called watches? I guess this also works with sneakers. We were I, just talking I about think it I think it's a size thing. To I mean, besides size, right? Like, besides a very obvious, like, okay, a 28 probably is not for a guy. But, like, say, she goes on to say, like, she wears a lot of Royal Oak. She wears 37s to, like, 41s, right? Mm-hmm. See, the, the, the Royal Oak, to me, though, is a very... A 36 is 41. To me, the Royal Oaks are very, like... The like just in terms of like aesthetically, it's like a very masculine looking watch. Like, does it have to be? And I don't think it has to be, especially with like the way, you know, androgynous fashion has definitely become much more mainstream than we've ever seen it. Uh, I don't think it has to be, but I will like I I also can't deny it. Like, I can't look at that watch and be like, oh, this is like a very good unisex watch. However, like. I think the Octo Finissimo is like an unbelievable unisex unisex watch. I feel like 
that's that's a really good one because of, like the how thin it is mm-hmm. um and part of it is also like a lot of watch companies in the past when they make a ladies watch as they define it is they just make a watch either smaller they usually make it smaller, smaller. put in diamonds. a random <laughs> random quartz movement in it and just diamonds diamonds just diamonds <laughs> Right, it's like this is what you should like, sort of feel. Yeah, that's essentially what they're doing. And then, if you look at the advertising material for it, and you just look at like, say, a tool watch, right? You see the, the dude, doing something important, digging he's something. A pilot, the or he's a race surviving. car driver, or he's yeah, he's he's an yeah explorer. The watch is something that it, that is useful to this guy, and it's essential to a survival in the situation. And then for women's advertisements, like a attractive woman or conventionally attractive woman posing with the watch as an accessory, and that's the advertisement. Uh, first off, I never thought that we'd come the day that we start to see these discussions in, in the watch industry, but I think they're good to have because so I, good. I do agree that it doesn't have to be like, Oh, this is a guy's watch or this is a girl's watch. This is a 32. This is a 28. This is a 36. This is a 41. Okay. I do agree with what you said, Darius, and I'm glad you brought it up about the watch advertisement. Cause I think that's a really, that's, that's something that just needs to change in the dialogue in management and in the marketing of, okay, we're going to market this, like a watch like this, towards a lady, and then a watch like this towards a man. Okay, I think that does need to change. Um, to sum it up, though, I don't really think we need the gender. If anything, we just need the size and then the looks. And then, hey, if that's your thing, and if you're a male with, like, seven interests, and that 28, you know, millimeter, they just appeals to you, then great. Buy it. You know, we don't need really specifically oh this is a ladies watch this is a, this is a men's watch just like Kara, just like a few other you know youtubers that do watches um a lot of them wear the modern watches a lot of them are wearing like 39 a lot of them are wearing 41 right and it's exactly. perfectly okay and then even recently conor mcgregor bought what is generally classified as a ladies day date in a day date 36 the was it the green Done. Yeah, the green. Okay. So, you know, it goes both ways. I think it would be a lot better just to have the sizing. And if you choose to wear it, and you can choose to wear it. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm definitely about, you know... Um, clothing and and any fashion that doesn't conform to a gender like i i yeah like i like fuck it you know what i mean like who am i to who am i to be like oh you should wear this or you shouldn't wear that or who's anybody to say that somebody should wear something or not wear something else like it's none of my fucking business if you like whatever you feel comfortable wearing and like i cannot stress this enough to people whether i think something that you're wearing is ugly as hell or whether i think it's dope should have no impact on whether you wear it again or not. Period. Like, if, if, I, if you're wearing a shoe that you don't like and I think it's so cool, you shouldn't wear it again if you don't like it. 
It's the same thing that, like, if you're wearing a shoe that I hate, but you really love it, like, you should keep wearing it. Like, like, wear whatever makes you feel comfortable. Like, feel comfortable in your own skin. Feel comfortable in the shit that you throw on your skin. Like, you know, like, life is too short for you to be conforming to whatever the fuck anybody else wants, period. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a good topic, and if, man. And if what everything, if what you like is what everything, if what you like is what everybody else likes, and you like it because everyone else likes it, just own it, man. Yeah. Just own it. That's it. Y- you know what? That's the thing, is if, if somebody's like, yo, like, I love this shit because everybody else loves it, I'm like, all right, like, it's not very, like, classic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not really, like, unique. But at least you admit it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, at least you're you're upfront about yeah. it. Like, fine. Like, I have way more respect for somebody that can admit something like that than somebody who's like, no, I like it because I like it. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think you're wearing a box logo, a Stone Island jacket, and fucking... <laughs> Why do you feel like that? A meme is is literally being painted in my head. As you know what I mean? That. Like, I don't know, man. It's just like, you know, if everything you wear has like a label on it that like people can recognize in some way, shape, or form, you should probably like either one like own it or just like reassess whether you really like it or whether everybody else does. If we ask you where Supreme is from and you say it's based in Paris, bro. Isn't it? Bro, I thought it was Italy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Supreme it is Italy. Itali- oh, I thought it's it was China. Italy. They have like a huge store no, in China. The, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's Italy. It's actually called Supreme. It's the, it's the Paris <laughs> in Italy, right? Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, my God. It's a Nice. It's a Nice. It's the east coast of uh, Italy. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, yes. I love Nice. <laughs> yeah, people it's actually pronounced that you pronounce the c with the ch- sounds was niche niche yo this has been a great pod i hope you guys listen like like love the middle I've, i'm glad we got to lighten it up a little bit towards the end for sure um but i really hope that i mean as someone that's just kind of like standing back and listening to that conversation. I think they were really great tidbits. Um, and yeah, I, if you have not lined up in the past, listen to Mikey's story. Listen to, to Darius's story, right? It's something that cannot be taken away from them. If, if, you, ever, oh. if you ever get to line up for anything again, um, like if there's ever like a first come, first serve thing where you can like line up overnight... Bring a camp chair. Do it. Bring a chair with you and just do it. I uh, The last release that I could have done that on was the Mars Yard Overshoe. And I got there kind of late. So I was just kind of like, oh, do I really want to do this? And retail was kind of high. And I didn't end up camping. Okay. Uh, and I'm pissed on myself for not doing it. Because, like, shit, man. Like, you know, you don't get a lot of opportunities like that anymore. So... And if you do, make friends and just be friendly with the people around yeah, you. Yeah, don't, don't, don't be an asshole. If yeah. You, yeah, if you're going to be an asshole, then don't fucking go. But, like, it, like, nobody around you, if you're trying to talk to them, is going to be a dick because you ha- you literally have to stand beside that person all night. Like, yep. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to be a dick. 
Like everybody's pretty level headed, and and at the end of the day, like even if um, those people are there because they want to make money, whatever. Chances are that like they at least like the shoe enough because I mean they're sitting there all fucking yeah. night like. So yeah, like go over there, bring some chips with you. Bring a phone charger. Bring a phone charger, some headphones, whatever. And just, you know, sit there and just take it in. Like, I literally can't, like, I don't care what the first, first come, first serve release is after COVID's over. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. It could literally be any shoe. It could, like, I don't care. Yeah, stop making ACGs sell out. I will line up for (laughs) ACGs just to get them. Uh, That pisses me off. Anyways. Ed, we'll go to to the ACG drop, man. (laughs) Jeez, stop selling out ACGs. Um, anyhow. I'm repping. I'm repping, too. I got the hoodie yeah, on. I love it. I'm, I'm repping OVO, but whatever. <laughs> I'd, I'm wearing Uniqlo. Love it. Love it. Um, we're going to wrap this up. up. Everyone, thank you for listening. Hey, I, I by the way, Mikey, I checked um, when we were recording. We are on pod 21. So, yeah. whew, I did not get that 21, wrong. 21, 21, 21, 21. 21. I wish I was 21 again. Anyway. I waited, I waited 11 episodes for that. <laughs> We're going to wrap up. I hope you enjoyed what we spoke about today. As always, and like I said earlier, please comment, leave a review, leave a five-star review, follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and tune in for the next one. Peace. Peace. Later. Oh, hold on. Wait. Did we plug? Did we plug? <laughs> we didn't plug, we didn't plug this. <laughs>